When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What's the big old deal? We're back with No Jumper Sports, and I got my boy Jason here, man, a familiar face around the building and around the world, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Man, I appreciate you coming through. My God, appreciate let's get you it. Come through. I know y'all uh, missing Josh, but Josh is on a well-deserved family trip right now. He's at Disneyland. Aww. Oh, let's get it. Shout out to Josh, man. We miss you, man. But we got Jay here. He gonna he gonna have your back, bro. I'm gonna hold it down for you, Josh. You already know, man. So first and foremost, bro. Thanks. And then I wanted to like talk about this new series that's out, Winning Time, bro. Oh yes, got to. What is what's your take on that, bro? Let's let's talk about it. Well, first of all, man, I've been looking forward to it. Just uh, I'm a big uh, Adam McKay fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he the uh, producer director of this but that's fire you know what i mean he's he's done a lot of my favorite shit and uh you know like anchorman and talladega nights and all that yeah. stuff but then uh man even uh succession which is oh, just a man. whole other turn and that's another current series on uh that channel or that network but um man waiting for this very very hyped that it came Heck out at yeah. right perfect time you know everybody was riding on the euphoria stuff i'm uh-huh. glad that my sundays got replaced with a uh, winning time but hey no lie no lie euphoria cool though it's, it's super catchy but right now man that winning time bro it i seen that pop up on the netflix i mean on the hbo i'm like what they about to talk about right okay boom i click it Instantly, bro, they start talking about Jerry Buss. And I'm like, wait, this is about to be the backstory about everything that was going on behind the scenes. Yep, yep. Oh, my gosh. That was the best idea possible, bro. And I love uh, I love that, like, uh, period pieces, you know? But yeah, everybody tried to do, like, real, real old school. I like stuff that's not too far removed. Right. And, and honestly, I like stuff, too, that gives, like, a real context that's, uh, like, uh, applicable to the day. Mm-hmm. Like, that show really kind of shows you that's the very like that's step one of mm-hmm. the NBA changing into the game we know today. You real know? talk, you know, which that, is real different. That Showtime Lakers, bro, seeing that be created and how that was created, Magic sitting there saying, "What does Jerry Buss say? Why can't basketball just feel like that?" And he says, "To me, it does." Exactly. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, it's man. Showtime. Yeah, but Buss that really lets you kind of see the inside, man. He was a real visionary with it, because. I mean, there was basketball was you know it was popular, but it was it's crazy to hear that at that time, man, basketball wasn't even like in the top five sports. That, right. That, it, was, uh, it was on his way out. They said, bro, golf was bigger than basketball. That's like I couldn't, I can't even <laughs> fathom that nowadays. But uh, man, just knowing that like that was the start of it, you know, and mm-hmm. and honestly, man, I mean, I didn't grow up in L.A., but I I always knew about Magic, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I knew his impact to a degree. 
but man, not realizing like how much he actually changed the game, yeah. or was a part of that era that really yeah. changed the game, you know. So yeah. in uh in the Lakers organization as a whole, like bro, that was crazy, bro. Be him being a part of all of that, like that moment, bro. Like bro. the league is about to go out. This team is about to go out, possibly. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just like magic. You stepped in, bro, and just changed the whole atmosphere with Jerry Buss. My favorite scene, bro, I'm not going to lie in that, when he looked at him and told him, like, and I need a partner. Yeah, like, you feel yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And, bro, that right there. And then the Norm Nixon scene, bro, Norm Nixon scene. Like, do you feel like that really went down like that? Because I don't. I'm nah, just putting, I, I, I'm gonna say my piece first. I don't feel like that that moment went down like that. I agree with you because I just can't imagine. I mean, you got to think about it, man. Like Magic, at this point, he already won a, a national championship in college. I mean, he was riding pretty high. I'm gonna assume that wasn't the first time he faced real criticism <laughs> or right. challenge or adversity. And man, to re, to be getting to that point, and I mean, just off of that one thing at that party, to be like, you know what, I'm gonna go back to school. I'm going to forfeit, you know, right, or, right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just go back to school. I'm not right. going to take this uh, guaranteed money on the table right now. I just won I don't the, see it. I just won the championship versus Larry Bird. Exactly, in exactly. In college, but in this moment right here at this party in front of 30, 40, 50 people is not about to break magic down. Yeah, I think if anything, you know, he probably went back to like, he probably just took that as some motivation. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure he ha it, it probably brought him down for a day, maybe. Yeah. You know, just to think like, man, what do I really got to do? Like, you know, okay. Maybe there's, maybe there's some some uh, some shit that's valid to what they're saying, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, man, all the guards is six two, six three. Mm -hmm. They quick as hell, you know. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna get stripped constantly, and this is just a lesson. But mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he figured it out. So he was already. I don't. Yeah, I don't agree with that scene. I like it a lot because it's a lesson learned that you teaching other kids. You know what I mean in that situation. You know what I mean, but uh, the the network's gonna do what they do to make it a whole lot more juicier. And shout out to that scene because oh, yeah, y'all y'all yeah. had me confused. I was like, man, <laughs> magic the magic man ain't gonna never back down like that, man. I just like that they did it at uh, and that was at Donald Sterling's house, <laughs> <laughs> and that was really just laying some foundation because they were like, oh, he wants to own a team, but he too cheap. See, yeah. I said Donald in the eighties or yeah, something like yeah. that. It said the the second worst Donald from the nineties. <laughs> man, that's crazy because. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, you don't realize, man, a lot of these dudes been around. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the era that I even saw Bus was like, you know, uh, with Kobe and just, you know, all those moves he was making. Being there, like, at the games, cheering, like, whole family there. Like, bro, he was such a, like, real dude, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, shout out to Jerry Bus, rest in peace, man. But, man, that's it, it sucks, man. But you being remembered in the right way right now at this moment, bro, because that's that HBO series. Didn't his daughter put that one together if if she has something to do with that? I don't know. You know, I, I, I caught that in a little something. We were looking at some behind the scenes stuff, mm -hmm. but but I was trying to look it up. I, I didn't see anything about her having like an official thing with mm -hmm. it. But I mean, you know, I think the way they portray her is kind of cool regardless, yeah. you know, just uh it's kind of cool how she came into the organization and she even said what she, she was just like, cause he was like, well, you think uh, Jerry West is going to take orders from you? Yeah. And she was like, I'm not trying to give orders. I'm just trying to work I'm here. Just I'm trying, trying to work. You know? Like, yeah, she was a, she was a student of the game. She was a student of the game. And that's dope, man. That some parents, man, if I want to say this too, as a parent, bro, your, your child, they should want to be like you. You feel what I'm saying? That should let you know in life when you're doing something good. As a parent, when your kid want to be just like you or do something that you did in life, 
you're doing the right thing. So don't never think that it got to be money, shoes, all this, that. If your kid want to be like you, doing a good job. Hey, we see uh, Jeannie, right? Yeah. She yep, did yep. her thing. Way to work to the top. And if you want to come on down to No Jumper Sports and talk about this, come on down. Let's get some of that real, real, real insight. Kind of clarify, you know, what's real, what's not. Exactly. You know, that'd be crazy. Shout out out to the kid, too, Quincy. Man, Quincy Isaiah. Yeah, Yeah, man. That's crazy. And you know what? I was like, uh, I was kind of investigating after I saw him because I was curious as to like, how tall he is in real right, life or right, whatever. I'm right. finding out, oh, man, he, he was a QB. He's like 6'3". Yeah. So he's not Magic's height, but, but I mean, he's there. You yeah, know, he, you know the camera angles. Oh, you yeah, know yeah. The- they, <laughs> they did a good job. They did a good job. Uh, I think the casting was good. Mm-hmm. The the dude who plays uh, Kareem, mm-hmm. wow, that, he, to me, that look on point. From, yeah. Just from my perspective, that as was, much as I know. What do you tell the kid? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I like, I like how they just kind of portrayed <laughs> that whole thing. I like how they did the, uh, you know, him... Uh, filming the scene in mm-hmm. there or whatever for the movie Airplane or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, one of my favorite features of this show is uh, what they call, you know, breaking the fourth wall. Okay. And I like the way they do it because it's not one person only who breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. Because then it's like automatically you think, oh, man, that dude is the main character. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, this is, you know, it's about uh, Bus and mm-hmm. uh, Magic Johnson. Magic. So they, they're the two, like, on all the ads and the posters for everything. But mm-hmm. at the same time... You know, they're not, they leaving room for like all these other little yeah. stories, you know? Yep. Man, even the, uh, even the lady who, uh, who worked for Cook yeah. before, you know? Yeah. Cause I like the way that, uh, you know, cause <laughs> Bus, man, he was smooth, man. That's yeah. what they were trying to show you. He was like a, you know, he was enjoying that Playboy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, he, he also hit her with a slick, you know, like he was just like, oh, yeah. you, you the one who brought uh, mu- live music act- mm-hmm, acts the into, the, into the uh, sports yeah. venue, you know? Yeah. And it's like, if you think about that, that's crazy to me. I can't even imagine that uh, arenas and shit weren't used for concerts. Like, right. that's crazy to me. And then he just approached the... He let us see it. Said her name and yep, everything. Yep, yep. What's dope is I like how she fixed her hair before she went in oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She like, oh, the, the young homie told me, yeah, I'm yeah. about to keep my job. She like, girl, I'm about to keep my job. Man. Excuse me, let me go walk these drinks up in here to yeah, these players. You know, I mean, that's a, it was a different time. So it's like they had to keep it real. You know, that's mm-hmm. really how it was and shit. I mean, you know, there's a lot of it probably still going on today, but... Yeah, you know, it's probably way more like that's really what it is. But, man, all in all, I think, uh, you know, it's a good storytelling mm-hmm. about some shit that's like uh, it's in the past, but it, it's really like showing you the beginning of the path of like mm-hmm. where we at today. Real talk. But what's crazy is, man, even with as much change as they got in there, like think about how far apart that is from all the other eras of basketball that we For had real. since then. So, man, basketball been through so many transformations. Yeah. But it's good to see. To me, that's the real start. Man, because you go from Showtime, then you got Lob City, then you Bro. got, like, you feel them? Because I remember the era where it was, like, Blake Griffin and everybody throwing lobs to mm-hmm. each other. You know what I mean? So just to see the basketball. Like, now it's threes. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, Steph right. Curry came, and it's just, like, just you got you got to have a wedding. Bro, it's like everybody got to be a shooter. Everybody got to be off the dribble. Like, yeah. it's not. And it's crazy because, you know, that's really what they put out there was, oh, he's too tall to be a point guard. See what I'm saying? And it's like, man, that that just lets you know. Let people put you in that box and uh, shit, you know, just change the expectation. You know, yeah. like forget what they really want or what they trying to put you in. Just do what you do. Spud Webb. Oh, my God. Spud Webb. Muggsy Bogues. You feel what I'm saying? Like Nate Robinson. These dudes Bro. is out here hanging them. Crazy. I yeah, didn't see man. somebody that short 
get up there that high and hang it though. Oh yeah, bro. You know it's crazy, man. So so far on no jumper sports, bro. What's been one of your like go to interviews? I mean, you know, I'm gonna just go ahead and give it right off the rip. Is uh, man, Ricky. You know, shout out to Ricky Williams, man, bro. I had we Classic. had we had a legendary moment in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It was Crazy. a good. It was a good one, man. I, everybody need to run that back if you ain't seen it. But man, it's For just real. a lot. A lot of nice little jewels in there. Ricky, somebody, man. He just had a crazy path, crazy career, and he's still an interesting person, man. Heck you know. Yeah. But uh, man, yeah, he gave some cool insight that I thought was kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't expect to hear that. I oh, didn't expect to my hear God. that. This is probably what I didn't expect for him to say yeah. to. Let me hear it, bro. Well, I mean, you know, when you get when you had the conversation about linebackers. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I gotta hit it again. I knew it. I knew it, bro. That is crazy, bro. I mean, I wasn't surprised about Ray Lou. I mean, I get that. I mean, that's he defined that era for sure. But <laughs> man, to hear that. Erlacher was just Bro, Man, oh my gosh, crazy. bro! When he was like, "Yeah, um, yeah," everybody was uh juiced up about Erlacher. Yeah, he was a good athlete, but he doesn't make the list, right? I'm like, I'm not like, make the list. Come on, man, Erlacher earned a spot. But I, but I mean, but at the same time, you know, shit, I, I wasn't hey, there. <laughs> Brian, man, hey, man, I know you ain't just going, you know, come on down, man. Come talk about this, man, because I didn't see you blow up a few holes, right. take off a few helmets, man. Let's talk about it. We probably could pull up some film of Brian, you oh, know man, what I mean? Oh, man, we got to give him his respect. We got to yeah, give him his respect. straight up, man. Shout out to you, Ricky, you feel what I'm saying? But Brian Erlacher, man, God, dog, bro, that was just so funny, bro. There might be an underlying personal story we all know about. Right, you, know? you feel what I'm saying? So. <laughs> We ain't gonna just you know speak on that too much, but yeah, bro, that question, bro, is crazy. Cause in our um, in our next interview, this is a sneak peek. Kasim, like, oh, Kasim Osgood said yes, the same sir. thing about Ray Lewis, bro. Of course, of course. Ray Lewis, man, come, come on, on, man, come on down. Let's talk about it, bro. Yo, that who, would be legendary. Who would have been one person that you would have threw in that linebacker conversation right there? All right. I mean, we just going to go real, real modern day. Mm -hmm. Just got a ship. I mean, we got to put Von Miller in that category, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, okay, because I could see that, too, because Von Miller was blowing shit up, too, man. You got, uh, you got, uh, what was his name? Suggs? Oh, yeah. Terrell Suggs. We got, um. I mean, uh, you know, you could go. I mean, the Ravens kind of been held that down for a minute. Uh, I mean, at safety, though, it was uh, Ed Reed. But, uh, I mean, if you go a little bit further back, what's his name? Bullware? That's what I'm saying, bro. Oh, yeah, Bullware was hey, a beast. He said Teddy Bruschi. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the other dude? What's the other dude from the Patriots? Uh, man, I was never a big fan, but I, I give him his props. It was uh, Vrabel? Mike Vrabel? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was pretty cool. Is that the dude who wore the neck brace? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I think, think he, he did, did wear the neck brace. Yeah, 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 me. He was cool. He was, he used to do his thing, though. But man, but the homie in the bay, man. You know, uh, for the Niners, man. Uh, shit, man, Willis, bro. You know what I'm saying? He doing his thing, bro. Patrick. Yes, Willis, sir. Bro, crazy. Like, yeah, dude you got to put him in that too. Yeah. Dude was a beast, man. But right now, we about to give y'all the Kasim Osgood interview. Jay, I appreciate you lining appreciate it you. up, man. Did a great job. Let's go. Everybody let Jay know how he did in the comments, man. No Jumper Sports, Kasim Osgood interview. Let me know what it do in the comments below.
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Well, hello there, folks. This is another episode of No Jumper Sports, and you're here with 2C Kiki, Big Ski, and Josh, the Professor X himself. And why don't you tell it? Kasim Osgood is here, Let's everyone. Go. Let us be known. What's up, brother? What's going Ladies on? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm brought to you by Dadville USA. Hello there. <laughs> Dadville USA. Dadville USA. 12 year journey in the NFL, bro. Yeah, it was some fun times. I tell you, there's a there's a whole list of uh, events and moments that I can say that would be the, the the cornerstone of what being in NFL is about. But yeah, yeah, it's so just it's right good. now though. Let's talk about Boston, Massachusetts, though. Ooh, Beantown. Okay, Beantown is real. You ever heard of Hash Brown Town? I have not heard of Hash Brown Town. Have you ever heard of Nashua, New Hampshire? I have. Okay, Hash Brown Town. I have never been there, yeah. but. Uh, they, they have a hash house in San Diego that's really good for you know, around that, that that morning wake up coffee that you smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, what that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Let's talk about Boston, man. Tell me about how that was for you uh, for coming up in uh, Boston, man. How's Boston. That? So uh, we left when I was four. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, the last thing I remember was uh, having to chisel that ice off of the windshield. Mm-hmm. Not have to experience that again until I played in Detroit. But yeah, okay. Boston. Those those what they call it noista. No, it's this, this shitty weather pattern that just makes life miserable. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one going through there uh, on our way out of there. And mm-hmm. I remember everybody being so happy once you saw there was a little sunshine in December and you're in another state. So, I mean, uh, Boston was where a lot of my family still lives there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of rich history there. Funny thing is that my first touchdown that I ever caught in NFL was by Doug Flutie. Mm. Uh, who's a Boston legend. So Flutie when I Fox. caught that, when I caught that, I got so many uh, emails and stuff saying, you know who that, you know who that is, and yeah. this is a Boston legend, and they he's give the, me the whole history, and this is that. God. Boston College. Yeah, the guy had a wicked fucking, wicked fucking arm. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, um, four years old. So, yeah, you wasn't pretty out much out there too much. Where'd you go after no, that? After that, to uh, Salinas, California. Yeah. So, yeah, NorCal mm-hmm. guy. That's where yeah. you play high oh, yeah. school ball at, too. High school ball in NorCal. Yeah. How is NorCal? NorCal, uh, I was just talking earlier, like the, the weed in NorCal is, is like fresh cut grass, whereas mm-hmm. that smell of like the dirt coming out of your lawn. Like you okay. go to uh, your, your grandparents' house and they don't mow the lawn as often as you do. They have that, that <laughs> stale grass, just dirt smell. Like you smell earth. Like I don't want to smell earth when I open up a bag of weed. So. <laughs> That's fact. He came over. <laughs> Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Man. Oh my gosh, y'all, y'all yeah. gonna get it. Y'all gonna get it. Yeah. So you know that that earth smell. Like mm-hmm. If you open a, a bag of weed and you smell earth, you're like, hold on now. This is either it's not done or it's this ain't weed. It's right. So when you go to NorCal, yeah. you know some people say, oh, I, I have weed from NorCal, but they're not in NorCal. It's like mm-hmm. that farm to farm to table type. You go to the the store. I mean, you go to the side of the the highway mm-hmm. where the fields are, and they have this little wooden stand, and you could buy it fresh right there. Mm-hmm. And they say you just go behind that rock, you smoke it real quick. It's something like that where you, you get it you, fresh, man. like Look it's cut you. off the vine and dry. You sound seasoned, experienced. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I grew up my whole life watching <laughs> everybody Let's smoke go. the Champelli. Everybody uh-huh. from day one was smoking some of the best green, and I could just smell it as a yeah. kid. Like you smell it's like, 
Hey, Uncle said he's burning burn incense. Mom, can we get the incense that Uncle burns? You can't have that. <laughs> Snap down my throat like I did something wrong. Like, hold on. I just, I'm just asking for the. It smelled good. Mm-hmm. You don't Man. burn that incense. Yeah, if but you do, I whip your ass. But when it's a barbecue going on, who made the ribs? Yeah. yeah. You get to asking about the barbecue. Sit your ass down. You ain't eating yet. Mom, how come every time before we start eating, I smell incense? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then everybody's like eating all the food before I get some. I only got one rib last time. How'd you come up here like this? This we're like, what's up, bro? No, dude's maximizing his time. Like, oh my god! I tell man, you, I got two kids. They're four and three. And when you have, when you know, dad duties, double duty, daddy daycare. My wife has a full time job. She started her own business. So yeah. as a supportive husband, mm-hmm. I say, you know what? You start your business. I retired. I need something to do anyway because I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, here I'll pop two kids out and make your life miserable. Oh my goodness. No, man. God bless. My wife, she's amazing. Oh, Two, we go, bro. <laughs> three kids in three years she had. And we lost our first one, but then yeah. right afterwards we had the next one, and then Sorry right after that, that was the next one. Yeah. And you know, thank God, you know, we were able to get that and mm-hmm. we, we sort of managed our ways through that. Mm-hmm. But the two kids at the same time were her trying to start her own business. Mm-hmm. I had to give her so much free time and then stop being so loud in there. I'm like, you know, my black people are loud. That's just how we are. My my <laughs> wife is Lebanese, so I have to constantly explain the black culture. I'm like, niggas is just loud. Sorry. I'm sorry, but I can't stop. It's not ever going to stop. So if you leave me because of that, just know now you signed up for this. This is what you got. I do not feel like I'm interviewing a pro bowler right now. You are really my homie, bro. Hell yeah, man. No, you're keeping it real. I like that shit. I got to. I got to. Thank you, man. This is fucking content. You got to maximize your time. My wife said you get this much time and you got to pick the kids up. So in your mind, like, look, honey, I only need this much time. Okay. She's like, okay, but I'm just telling you. Say, honey, look, it's just this much time and I'll be good. And as you progress to keep telling her, you know, in Hollywood, there's, it comes in threes. You gotta keep lower and lower and closer. And finally, you're like, "Honey, just let, please let me go. Mm-hmm. Please, just let me go." <laughs> and then when you get back late, I you come in. Go outside. I'm so sorry. In the rain. Gotta go. I feel that, bro. So, North Salinas, though, your high school, though, how was that? Yeah, high school was real. I mean, uh, if anybody's familiar with Salinas, uh, it's, it's gang infested. There's a lot of gangs right there. Mm-hmm. They have the prison. Sold out of prison is a yeah. hub for uh, the major hub and the, the squared up line between North and South. So, yeah. there's a lot of gang ties there. A um, couple families that, that sell. Thankfully, um, you know, I, I went to high school. I had older brothers who mm-hmm. knew the path for me to go. So, they kind of say, you know, like, get up out of here, go back yeah. and study. So I wasn't allowed to party, nothing like that. And it was because my dad wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So my older brother felt like he had to be extra to, to make sure to get the point driven yeah, home. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, so, yeah. you don't want to be the, one of the little bros out there hanging around, losing your life over some dumb shit. And him, him being your big brother, yeah. that wouldn't be cool for him to just let you do that. Yeah. So shout out to your big bro, fam, 100, real talk. Oh, yeah. But yeah, man, I want to know about some, like, some games, like in high school. Like, do, I want to know what was your most memorable touchdown in high school? Oh, in high school, I would say it was my my junior year. Mm-hmm. There was a receiver that was uh, he was a year ahead of me, a year ahead of me, mm-hmm. and he just was phenomenal. And I, I remember going into junior year, I'm going to be on the team with them. He's going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I just got done having a great sophomore year, so how, what do I do to to step up to show that I belong on the team? Right. And mm-hmm. I remember the the very first game we had, 
I remember catching a touchdown before he caught a touchdown mm-hmm. for that season. So I got the first touchdown of the season. Mm-hmm. And I remember him coming over to me and telling me, he's like, you know what, hey, good job, man. You, you deserve to be here, and it's going to be a fun year. Mm-hmm. You know, and then from there, he, he just went on fire, and the dude's catching everything. But <laughs> to, to have that dude come up to me, like guy that I looked up to. You know, Do you he, remember who that was? It was Mike Garvin. Mike Garvin. Yeah. How was did he did he go did he go on? Um, no, he went into the military afterwards okay. after college. But um, okay. I mean, he just he was at, at the time. You know, you have your your growth patterns, and uh, mm-hmm. I was one of those late bloomers. So yeah, at the end of my sophomore year, I grew six inches in one summer. So oh. going into my junior year, I was a completely different body type. Wow. Yeah, so it was a little bit to adjust to. That's but, uh, fire, bro. Yeah, that that first game, my my varsity year, was probably the best touchdown. And then uh, senior year, I remember it was a scout for San Diego State that was at, in, in the, at the game versus Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had uh, three touchdowns and about 150 yards receiving that day. So, what? Yeah. Oh, and that was on five catches. Five catches? Yeah, it was like five for 150 with three touchdowns. That's sick with it. So what did yeah. you do on the other two catches? Oh, <laughs> those are my smoke breaks. That came <laughs> That's, That's a bro. monster game. Yeah. Yeah, in college, uh, five catches, three All touchdowns. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Out of, out of high school, I, I went to Cal Poly before I went to San Diego State. So okay. I was at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. It was one uh-huh. AA football, so kind of wanted to go to play better competition. But while I was at Cal Poly, I remember we played uh, Hofstra, and I broke a record, single season record for uh, most yards in a game. At Cal? At, yeah, at Cal Poly, uh-huh. I had uh, thirteen catches for three hundred and seventy-three yards and two touchdowns. That's fucking Damn. sick, bro. Yeah. And you up here just big kicking it like this. Like, that's tight oh, yeah. as hell. Some people be uptight when they had a journey like that, bro. They just, oh, man, fuck this little young nigga, man. He want to talk to me about this <laughs> shit. He should have known this shit. No, I'm just yeah. like my viewers. I want to know. I'm interested. Yeah. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And hell yeah, that shit is dope, bro. That you could come up here and be full of energy like this. Like, that's fire, man. Yeah. From 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 a man's point of view, the, the humbling experience would be... Um, Coming off of stellar years in college, like at San Diego State, uh, me and J.R. Tover have, still have the NCAA record for most yards and catches by uh, tandem uh, on a team. Mm-hmm. And having those kind of moments and stellar moments and breaking records and going to NFL, the humbling moment is football is what I want to do for a living. It's what I've been doing since I was 12 years old. I love it. So to give it up and have to go do another job, I didn't see that right now for, for myself. So mm-hmm. when I broke my hand my rookie season mm-hmm. at, San Diego, at the Chargers, uh, uh, Marty Schottenheimer comes to me on the sideline. It's the last game against the Niners, and it's the where they make the final cuts for the final roster. Mm-hmm. So he walks over to me, and he says, look, if you don't go on this kickoff and make this first tackle, um, you're going to have to find another job on Monday because you know, there's not enough room for you. You have a broken hand. We have David Boston, Rache Caldwell, Tim Dwight, yeah. Eric Parker. So you know, and those are receivers at this. Those point. Are, those are guys. Exactly. That, I mean, David Boston is you know an icon in yeah. the NFL. He's yeah. One of the biggest receivers uh, God's ever created. <laughs> man, that, I was going to ask you about that too, man. Like going from special teams to being a receiver. Like, how? What is that like? Yeah, uh, yeah so, so yeah, yeah to that point, like. I was in college. I'm stellar receiver, but then you get to NFL. Now you're doing. You're just doing special teams. And to make the team, I had to do that, and mm-hmm. I was good at it. And they didn't have anybody else that was willing to do it. I did it because I was pissed off. Like, mm-hmm. hold on, man. You tell me I can't get one catch. I can't get one snap. I can't even block somebody as a receiver just to tell my kids, hey, I know, honey, yeah. I played mm-hmm. receiver. I did what I so, grew up doing. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So, I mean, I was out there like a, a mad a mad titan trying mm-hmm. to just crush everybody. 
Mm-hmm. Man. Literally. So you just make that's, make the most of what you got. That's tight, man. You bit the bullet and 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 chose to like say fuck it because I need to pay these bills. Like fuck what y'all talking about. I need to do what I got to do. I, I mean, know I know two people that's like that, bro. Like Richard Sherman, yeah. for instance. I played football with him on my high school team, and he was a receiver. Mm-hmm. He went to Stanford. You feel what I'm saying? Play receiver. So it was sick to see him switch, you know, positions, pause, and turn into a cornerback <laughs> yeah. for the yeah. NFL. Yeah. So it's like, and I thought about it. I was like, man, that's fucked up, man. They just made the homies switch, you know what I mean? Pause. And it's, what if his career go down now? Because yeah. they did that at this point. But, and then I thought about it like, no, he's going to read every route because he played receiver. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I feel oh like there's gosh. a lot of guys like that that are like, Look at Julian Edelman. He played quarterback in college. Mm-hmm. He goes from quarterback to receiver. Mm-hmm. That's a massive shift too. But as a quarterback, you're familiar with all the reads. You're mm-hmm. familiar yeah. with, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things where I feel like college players make that switch. But special teams in particular, I feel, is like this huge chip on your shoulder. Like, a lot of people don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. But like, the best coaches really hammer down on special teams and know how pivotal those few plays every game are yeah you know that's fine you know i feel like obviously bill belichick's one of those guys who takes the patriots and you know i think of like matthew slater as like a, yeah. another guy who's like a special teams pro bowl type guy um Yo, man, your name steve, steve tasker yeah larry izzo mm-hmm. uh, alex bannister mm-hmm. um i mean adelius thomas was a guy that i had to go against yeah. I mean, when you got this big D lineman out here at Gunner, come on, man. Well, like they're saying, the Hulk is going to play T ball with your kids. Right, come right, on, right. You, like, this, this is not games. safe. This is not cool. It is not. Who I got insurance around. I've jumped over wedges. I was in London. I jumped over the wedge just to. I've yeah. seen a, um, a, a highlight yesterday. You jumped over the Saints. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that. That was I mean, just that, it was either that or get plowed. Yeah, you saw how you, big I, them yeah, dudes were. Was, yeah, it looked like you was running those full speed dudes ahead, were, and it was like, bro, don't make this decision right here, brother. Please don't. Man. I had a collapsed lung versus the Redskins, coughing up blood on the sideline. I mean, I, I got a, a knee taken out, leg bent backwards. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Do you see the gosh. NFL making, like, a ton of changes to that now where, I mean, kickoff returns are minimized they're like you know they they, they took it they, they took out a lot of types of hits exactly they you know took they mean? took it out completely in my opinion you, right. you, you kind of demoralize the guys that you tell them they're not going to be starters but you're going to go and watch other people play the game that you love so you don't have any outlet so there's no catharsis for you you're just watching people play the game that you love That's how wild, do you deal with bro. that how do you deal with that get special teams you know it's like the, the participation trophy no get a, get a little niggas ball back something like <laughs> that much, so get yeah, out there for and real, play for real and I'm, real I mean, shit. everybody out there are third and fourth string. Most of them are linebackers and D-line because you have to have a little reserve for those mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. active roster in case somebody goes down. Mm-hmm. You need somebody capable. But, I mean, us, like me, receivers, like you get the fourth receiver pot, spot and you got better play special teams. So I was really good at it. So I got to stay on the team a long time doing that. So I used to always tease my uh, teammates, say, hey, when y'all done partying, I'm going to come out there with the mop. So hurry up and mm-hmm. do what you got to do so I can get in there and get my participation trophy. So... <laughs> San Diego State, that was a party school, too. Oh, you know it. Like, I know for sure that was a party mm-hmm. school. Yeah. It was a... Uh... Come on, man. Tell me about some parties. So, it was, get, get to... it was a guy named Look, Hollywood. There was a guy named Hollywood Ray. Oh, he was winning. <laughs> 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 about the parties. Let's go. Let me talk. Yeah. Let, me, let me know. Yeah. So, there was a guy named Hollywood Ray that ran this party bus that would go down to Club Safari and TJ. Mm-hmm. So, he told me, when I went down one time, we had a bunch of girls that we, we just won a football game. Mm-hmm. I'm taking a lot of people down. And... 
I remember him asking me, hey, man, these are all your friends? I'm like, yeah. He's like, here's my business card. Call me tomorrow. He's like, I'll give you a job. I know you're in college. You could use extra money. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, this, like, this is like somebody telling me, here, here do something strange for a piece of change. I like, was about to say, <laughs> first off. Not pimp my yeah, ride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, first off, don't be handing me your card when I'm out here partying. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I'm college. Like, yeah. I'm here partying. I'm not even thinking that, that far along. Yeah. But he's like, no, it's the, all these are your friends. You make money off your friends. No, it's no sweat off your back. You just tell them, mm-hmm. come with you. I give you money. You tell them, come with me. And there was a competition at San Diego State for the buses to whatever bus you jump on is going to take you to that certain club over in TJ. Wow. So they made it easy for you to go across the border. This is back before all the, the COVID stuff. Yeah. You know, you're able to just yeah. go across the border. Be and, free. Yeah. You want to come back, make sure you got the right documents. You're right. good. And um, so I started bringing people on the, uh, the bus and we would go down to TJ all the time. We go to Club Safari and you go out there, you get the street meet outside, make sure you get like four or five of carne asada tacos. Go back inside, this shoot a couple of tequilas. So flame bombs. On the way right back, now, make sure you bro. have enough room to get the beers down with some of the lemonades, you know what I'm saying? So you can wake up to go to class the next day. I mean, Man. it's the science to it. It's the science to it. You work partying into your curriculum. It's like, I got 12 units I'm taking this, this quarter, and I'm going to take these classes this time, make sure I have an hour break so I can take my shots at lunch with the homeboys at the taco shop. You come back to school, <laughs> go to practice, Man, have fun at practice, and you get out of practice. You go home, shower, change, do I your did. homework. <laughs> then you go to Mexico. What the hell, bro? What would I fucking do to live like you, bro? <laughs> right? What? Deferred gratification, man. I did not party in high school. I barely partied in college until towards the end of like, oh, the last two years. So you had all so that. He was just waiting to just. Full steam ahead. Yeah. Yep. You were. Oh, oh my world. Where's the bitches? <laughs> Let's have some fun. Where's the weed? Where's the money? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I literally created a, a, uh, a thought process on, on campus, and we mm-hmm. started making these little t-shirts. It was called yeah. superloose.com. We were logged in. <laughs> this is what, come on, no, no, rap, 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 rap. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Rap, rap, rap. Man, bro. Real, it was real. What? And then to be able to stay in San Diego after having that party legend status, I was able to go to the Chargers. So I stayed in the same house when I was in college, my rookie year in the NFL. That's crazy. So you were undrafted, right? Yes. What was that like? You So you were in San Diego and you didn't want to leave. You no. Just like, every opportunity is here. Let's just go for it. Well, they, well in the, so there's a, hidden, there's a hidden thing with NFL that yeah. a lot of people don't know is that people pocket you, put bad press out on you so they can pocket you and pay you less money. Mm-hmm. So they knew that from their own backyard they had a good receiver that would go out there and willing to fit into the role based on the relationship I had with James Lofton. He's a Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He was my coach. So he said, look, I'll make sure you get the most money for your signing bonus if you stay here. And I was like, yeah. He kind of ended my whole thought process because uh, Herm Edwards, who's from Monterey, yep. knew me from when I was in Salinas. Was like, "Hey, I want you to come out here to the Jets." Bro. So I was like, "I was like, I'll go to the Jets for seven grand signing bonus." And uh, uh, Coach Lofton got me twelve grand to stay here in San Diego. And I was like, "You know that works out to like the same because of the cost of living." He said, "Well, yeah, I thought of you, and I said cost of living, so we give you twelve. That is yeah. fire. Hey, it just made me realize, bro. Cali, Cali, Cali." You feel what I'm saying? North Salinas, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Boom. San Diego State. King of the party. King of the field, right? Who was your coach, right quick? Uh, Tom Kraft was the coach at San Diego State. Shout out to Cub. So next, <laughs> right? So next, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. The Chargers, bro, take me through draft day. Because I know for a fact it was a party after draft day, for sure. I want to know what was draft day like. 
So I had my mom at the time was working for Chicago O'Hare. So her and my sister and my brothers all flew out from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they uh, were all hanging out, watching the draft. And it's going, you know, after a little bit of here, like no, no calls, no calls, no calls. And then finally, when I signed with the Chargers, they're like, okay. My brother went to the store, came back with a 12, li- uh, 12 case of Bud Light. Oh, mm-hmm. God. He said, there's, there's me, you, and the brother. We're going to come. We're going to spit these, and we're going to go through it. After this mm-hmm. is over, you're going to take us to one of these little college parties you used to always go to. Oh. I'm going to announce that you just got picked up with the Chargers, and we're going to see where it ends from there, right? He's like, you got your passports? Yep. Okay, well, let's go. Man, at first, it started out really kind of calmly because they knew I was pissed about not being drafted, so everybody's like kind of walking on eggshells. Yeah. And then once I slammed the first beer, they're like, all right, you, you want another one? Took the next one, slammed the next one. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, let's go. All right, you, you didn't get drafted, man. Everybody gonna worry about that shit. But if you mm-hmm. come with this bobby shit all day, we're gonna whip your ass. So we see yeah. get your ass whipped or you go out yeah. here and have some fun. So let's have some fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I was like, yeah, let's go. Hey, mm-hmm. money coming in now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? F- fix some of this credit, credit problems y'all got. <laughs> so look, man. Going through that, like, knowing, like, your whole life you want to be drafted and then go undrafted. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? How does that make you feel? Like, do you feel like all oh, these motherfuckers didn't really give me the, the respect that I was? You feel what I'm saying? Like, how yeah. does that make you feel? Oh, well, you know, you're, you're competitive as an athlete, so you immediately go into, I got to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. So I, I went in there with a chip on my shoulder. Basically, it just it told me that I have to revalidate myself to a world that should already know who I am. Mm-hmm. Swallow your pride. Say, hey, they know who you are. And to this day, I never let that get to me. Like, some people was like, oh, mm-hmm. yo, oh, I found that you played football, but I'm sorry, I didn't know who you were. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's good. You don't need to know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know? But now that you do know, if you're happy, then that's good. I'm happy too. Mm-hmm. But it's just, uh, you, you, have to, you have to have strength of character. And yeah. I grew up with, with a mom that was a straight pit bull. So mm-hmm. I, if I didn't have that, that good character, I wouldn't have made it through. Because if I ever started to smell my own piss, as she would say, she would slap my ass backwards and make mm-hmm. sure I walked straight in line. So, so I was going to say, too, who inspired you to, like, keep going and playing ball? Like, who, who was the first one to let you know, like, hey, you should do this. This is what you need to be doing. Too. Oh, it was, it was my mom because she started mm-hmm. the mindset because mm-hmm. she didn't think I could do it. She's like, you're too small. You're the key. You don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Don't be coming crying to me if you get hurt. I was so like, you had a point to prove. Yeah. So I had a shoulder that I was strong enough, tough enough at, at 12 years old. For I told sure. her, you know, I had to do it. And that first year, I won MVP of the league. So when wow. she saw that, she was like, okay. So then she just started yeah, we, poking me and, and pushing me and making mm-hmm. sure that she would just try to tell me stuff like, you know, it's just me here and I need help with your sister. Your brother's already moved out. Mm-hmm. I need your help. I said, well, mom, I got football practice. I can't be over here cleaning stuff. She's like, you just do this real quick for me and then go. I said, mom, look, I got football practice. I'm going. This is important. This mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. And I walked out. And I never talked to my mom like that. You know, I always had respect to my mom. I, I wouldn't dare cuss at her because I, I like the way my teeth look. But oh, Lord, yeah, you don't yeah. want to have to go get you some uh, fronts. Because, yeah. you know, nowadays people just get them some fronts. You don't want to have to have a reason to go get yeah, you some I'd have been, I'd have been dead at an early age. <laughs> <laughs> did you play any other sports growing up? Yeah, I did basketball and uh, track. Oh, I tried okay. baseball, but I, I couldn't swing for, for shit. And then yeah. when I, they put me at catcher. I was doing good at catcher. And then uh, I didn't take the mask off one time. And a dude tried to steal home plate, and I smashed him and split his nose. Coach but, was like, you should probably play football next year. You ever heard of a back catcher? Huh? A bad, a bad catcher? No, it's a, from, a bat catcher. To, you were supposed to help me out. No, man. nobody's <laughs> ever heard of a bat catcher. It's a made-up thing that you made up last week. Oh my! Episode. It's called a catcher. <laughs> oh, I thought you said they were a bad catcher. I was like, no, that's an oxymoron. I think they made up a position for him when he played Little League called bat catcher. That's someone like who stood behind the catcher and played because he wasn't good enough to play baseball. Oh, and he thinks participation this is a real awards. position. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But no... <laughs> I tried to slide it in the last episode. Like, yeah, bro, I played back catcher. He was like. 
my boy <laughs> and i just knew you was gonna be like yeah yeah back catcher and catcher is the same thing bro i just knew you was gonna have my back i know i got real oh. analytical and i was like man i hope oh, i didn't offend him by getting analytical no. but i'm really trying to process what he has said oh, i don't think this God. is right right now no, no, no it's not right it's not right at all oh my it's not gosh. a real thing back catcher another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a back scratcher. If you want to do another, if you want to do another take while well, I agree with you, we can do that as well. No, man. I am just... for team participation. <laughs> All right, man. What's some of your hobbies besides partying? Besides oh, partying. besides partying, man. Uh, if it's not dad duty, um, mm-hmm. I love acting. Uh, I do uh, acting, uh, commercial acting now. Just something yeah. to do on the side, just kind of entertainment. And plus, I like the the challenge. You know, acting is pretty tough. So, what's what's some of, what's some of the acting uh, gigs you have? Uh, just recently, I was in an IBM commercial. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's still, I think it's still on the IBM website. But we did uh, commercial IBM, and then before that was another one for Visible Wireless. Um, Fire. Yeah, I've done um, I've done Geico. Um, Damn. Yeah. There's a couple commercials there for Cedar Sinai, um, T-Mobile. You working, it man? Yeah, but uh, it's, it's that's been fun. There's something something to do to keep my mind occupied. And mm-hmm. then um, yeah, outside of that too, I've been in the cannabis space as well. The cannabis space. Yes. Yeah, I, and, and you know because this is a publication, you have to use the proper terminology in order to get the right vernacular. You know out how people so start speaking like it as if it's now a homegrown language. I told you I was doing history last night. I heard you talking <laughs> real civilized yesterday about weed. You were talking about how scientific <laughs> it was. I was like, oh wow, this is real nice. But all I use it for is just to go to sleep, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that is a medical condition, so <laughs> thereby, therefore, you are justified in your actions. Hey. <laughs> I'm glad that this is medically approved podcast now. Yeah, no, you, you have to, you have to use those kind of terms because people are they already look at it and shame, they try to shame you. So, okay, you're gonna shame me. I'm gonna shame you for not knowing what I'm talking about when Straight you're up. trying to condemn me for the same thing I'm telling you in the scientific terms that people have accepted and believe widely and have been peer-reviewed videos and tapes that have been out there that people know that this ain't bullshit anymore. It's real. Stand it's here up to stay. for your I'm not gonna argue right. that. <laughs> Gotta understand it, man. Hell yeah, they used to frown on this shit. They used to look upon this right now. You see what I'm saying? I used to have to run away because I had about two little nickel bags on me. You <laughs> Shout out saying? our guys at Big Chief, though, too. You feel what I'm saying? Because now we're going <laughs> Big Chief. You see the bags. I went from nickel bags. Well, Big Chief is good. Hold on. Big Chief is. F- I didn't even look up there. What, what did I been doing this morning that I didn't look see up the see screen, that? man? Shout yes. out to Big Chief. We got our guys man. at Big Chief helping us Shout out. Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, let me go ahead and hit the so you was um, a receiver growing up. So who was your favorite receivers you used to like growing up? Who was your oh, uh, idols? Man, Randy Moss, Terrell mm. Owens, Chad Johnson when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and thankfully, I was able to meet these guys. Like I, I used to train with Randy Moss every summer down mm-hmm. in Florida. That dude is competitive. Everything is a, is, a, is a gamble. Everything's a bet. Walk me through a workout with Randy Moss, please. Straight. So, yeah. So he, he comes up in his car, gets out. All right, y'all, let's get going. But we've already been there for an hour waiting for him to get there. <laughs> Prime time. <laughs> yeah, so we're there waiting, stretching, I get yeah. warmed up, whatever. He gets out of the, the car, drinks a little water, puts his cleats on. All right, y'all, let's get going. I'm like, are right, you can warm up. You want? Like, we'll, you we'll stretch wait for or nothing, my boy? He just... do a little 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm straight. He's ready to go because he had already got up two hours ahead and he was late because he was getting back from a run that he'd already oh, done. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay. yeah, like we view him as like, oh man. But he dude just loved the work. He so loved he was the work. Like Jordan, low key. He, he, he got off on being better, everybody at everything. So, everything was a competition. Like, it was no mm. shutting it off. Everything. If you had come up with a debate, you had to win the argument. It was playing dominoes, you had to win the dominoes, uh, push ups contests, uh, sit up contests, sprints. Uh, weightlifting, how fast you can get done with all your lifts without taking breaks, everything. He, he got Damn. that little look to him, too, like that smile, like, yeah, nigga, I'm the best. And Randy yep. Moss, that, yeah, shout out to Randy, shout man. Shout out to Randy Moss. Yeah, his slogan is bet that. Oh, my bet gosh. That. Bet everything. that. Bet that. Bet that. I think yeah. I'm going to have to um, start using that, man. Bet I thought that. it was straight cash, homie. That, too. <laughs> Damn. Actually, I have, I have a T-shirt that says "Cash Only." So <laughs> you, have, you have to. Damn. Yeah, that is one Dude, of the most Randy. iconic for us oh, older ones. That's yeah, a right? more iconic one. Give me. How you pay for that? <laughs> give me one safety and one linebacker. You broke the route for. Ooh, <laughs> uh, Brian Dawkins. I got picked up with the Jaguars because okay. uh, I wanted to play more receiver. Okay. First game, I, 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 first game playing with the Jaguars, I catched the game-winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. But I was going, and it was the inside post. And mm-hmm. uh, there was supposed to be – the tight end was supposed to check and release late to pull mm-hmm. the linebacker. And then you had the running back coming through in the back uh, f- uh, flat to pull the backside safety. Right. So I have a post going across the front side safety. I crossed his face. Mm-hmm. Brian Dawkins is back on the other side. The running back got held up by the linebacker because the, the tight end stumbled. Yeah. So all, all plays work, and you have to be at your spot <laughs> to make it work. If on you're not time. there, one on person time. is not there, it messes everything up. I'm coming through, catch the ball, come down. Brian Dawkins' head is right there. So, I mean, the ball is here. His head is oh, right here. So if I pull shit. the ball down, he knocks the ball out. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I leave the ball up, my chin gets blasted. Oh, my God. And I had enough time to process that. And when I processed it, I said, you know, I held the ball up, made the catch, got my chin Busted. Oh my God. So you didn't break the route. You just kept oh, going. No, no. You took I, no, it? I, I broke it in order to make the catch. If oh I didn't, I would have got gosh. hit before. So I created space away from him. So when I broke upwards, the, the quarterback had thrown the ball a little high. Yeah. Because he didn't know what I was doing. So he threw it at me, but high. Oh my God. And then gosh. when I caught it, I had to make that decision. It was, mm, yeah. Linebacker now. Uh, Ray Lewis. Yep. Scary guy. It was, it was third and short. <laughs> He's two for two. Yeah. Thir- two for Third two. and short, I have the inside hook route on uh, 444 F flat. So mm-hmm. I'm the inside slot going in on a uh, mm-hmm. middle hook where Ray Lewis is supposed to get out because the tailback checks flat. Mm-hmm. If he checks flat, Ray Lewis goes with him. Because Mark <laughs> Scott had just went with the tight end. So Ray I'm going right through the middle. But Ray don't go with the, the running back. He looks at me. Oh, right at. my gosh. I did it in a pivot and went out the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I did a pivot. GBS says, yeah, we're supposed to be making a left turn, sir. Left turn, yeah. you turn, sir. You're going the wrong way. Rerouting. Sir, you're so, going to get cut. Please gotta, go the right way. Got to go. Hey, bro. What? Dead end. Yeah, I did a pivot route, but a pivot route is a check route for the, the hot read if there's a man coverage. This is still the zone. So I pivot back out, and then you got Rache Caldwell outside of me. Oh, my Look at me. God. What you in there doing, fool? Get up out the way. <laughs> so then, Drew Brees looks. Brees. Uh, he 
I try to duck, but I'm 6'5", trying to duck. Oh, Ducking still in the damn God. way. And then you bring your, your your defender in the way, too. So Drew Brees rolled out that way. He didn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So then he's kind of looking looking at me and looking around and tries to throw the ball. At, but I try to dive and catch something. He's going to throw the ball away. Oh, so I'm still trying to – I'm diving to tell the coach, I, I went for the ball. You know, I made Bro, a good effort. I'll, see, in them moments, yeah. this is when I get mad at the quarterback. When I'm watching, I'll be like, this bitch-ass nigga threw the ball at the ground. Nigga, throw that motherfucker in the crowd. Yeah. You almost got the homie head took off. <laughs> like, man, take the flag. I'm cool with all. Don't be yeah. having the homie about to get his whole brain twisted and rearranged. Yes. And all. No. Yes. Throw that motherfucker to your mama in the crowd. Let everybody go to the next play. We'll be all right. Cause we ain't trying to yeah. be running across Ray Lewis, man. He ain't got a visor on. He looked like all the greasy Brock Lesnar. Like, <laughs> come on, snap bro. your head off. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else is running around with the little chicken wings out there, mm-hmm. and this man right there with them turkey legs. <laughs> the turkey legs you see at the, at the fair. Like, hey, have you heard him tell somebody something in the game, and you was just like, oh my god? Yeah. What'd you hear? I had to do. He 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 told uh, Grant Matos. <laughs> Uh, Grant Mouse was another receiver, and he uh-huh. going on. We had um, it was a bunch route. It was a bunch right twenty eight truck where LT gets the the, the toss, mm-hmm. and we have to do like a sweep. We have mm-hmm. to close the edge. So then, LT, if y'all don't know, is the Daniel Thomas. Yeah, okay. right, right before the the play starts, we're in the bunch, and Grant Matos is the point man. I'm next to him, and I was like, Grant Matos, shout out to USC former receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's there at the at the head route, and then uh, we have Antonio Gates inside of us. Mm-hmm. So Antonio Gates goes down to squash the uh, squash the uh, DN, which is AD Adelis Thomas, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, Grant Matthews is supposed to get uh, Ray Lewis, and then I got to go pinch down and get Chris McAllister, who comes down in, in the uh, in the box. This is tight. So right before the play starts, Ray Lewis looks right at Grant Matthews, says. Don't you come in with that child shit. I got kids your age. So if you don't bring that man shit, don't even look at me. Don't even come this way. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that coming from Ray Lewis? I'll just be like. Yeah. And he got them bug eyes like he like he killed somebody. <laughs> don't you come in here with that man shit. Like, uh, man. Yeah. Why y'all kick it with this nigga, man? Why y'all got me outside with Devo today, man? I thought yeah. the niggas was cool around the corner, man. Oh yeah. my gosh, bro. So give me a um a kick return touchdown that's like your most memorable one that you know that you took back to the crib. I mean, like, did you get any like scooping scores on that? Um, I got a scoop and score. That's off what of I was punt. Yeah, there yeah, was a muff yeah, punt yeah. in Tennessee. Uh, it was around Christmas time. I was with the Niners. And mm-hmm. um, uh, the guy, Daryl Morris, uh, hit the returner. Ball mm-hmm. popped out. I was like, look, I ain't getting the ball at offense. Yeah. This is mine. Do I got it. Man, that moment when you get the ball, like, and you played offense and you're you known for scoring touchdowns and you're yeah. on defense and you get the ball, it's that one. It's an awkward moment. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh. That away, like oh my gosh, that moment, bro, is crazy. It's, it's like that moment when you get your nose hit and your eyes want to start watering. Yeah, your head just be like, yeah, or just jiggling a little man. bit. Yeah, you just trying to get that thing mm-hmm. away. Yeah, it's like the ball's there, but oh, oh okay, yeah, no, but the ball's there. You get it, you get its core, and then there's code where you're a special team where you don't, you don't, you can't dance. Because mm-hmm. I, I played during the the era where they didn't let you dance and. All that stuff, but yeah. there's a quote on top of that where your celebration should be a little. Hey man, look, you play yeah. special teams, man. Get up out of here. We score a touchdown. That's our job. You just go go clean that mess up that we started over there with the fourth and long. See, I feel like that's even more of a reason to celebrate because you guys are never in there. 
Yeah. It is, but you'll get roasted, and you don't want to get roasted during team, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. team film review. There's, yeah, yeah. there's penalties. Fair. There's a whole like list of things you, that you learn as a rookie that you can't do ever, and that's like an NFL code. On, a, on another note, though, like on a serious note, though, like tell me about how it was playing with LT, like Antonio, and then like Drew. That, I, that has to be like your favorite quarterback, right, that you play with? Oh, yeah. Has to not like that, but yeah, no, come for on, sure. Now, for sure, I, that would have been mine if I ever played. Like, it, how was that, bro? It is. It, it's surreal when you you look back. I look back and I enjoy it more now because I have the time to process mm -hmm. it. But as you're doing it, I actually took a step outside of myself and I mm -hmm. looked around. And I was like, I'm literally around people who are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, there's like, so many people on this roster that are going to be in the Hall of Fame. And I was there with them. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not getting an opportunity that I want to, you know, to, to enjoy my career, if I don't appreciate this, I'm doing a disservice to people who have never made it here. Because I have to be able to tell the story Straight of up. this as you know, this is another part of the team that you love. This guy did this and he was so humble. And this guy would come to my charity event all the time when he didn't have to because he's a celebrity, he's a star. But LT would show up at my events just to show exactly. love and pay homage. Uh, other guys like Antonio Gates, like, hey, what do you need? What mm -hmm. do you need? This stuff. Like guys like Vince Jackson, uh, Rest in peace to Vince. Mm -hmm. But um, he signed jerseys and pictures and stuff for my kid while he was still playing in Tampa. I mean, yeah. just you, you build those connections with people and they're just awesome That's human fire, beings. Man. But to watch them play, it's like effortlessly doing stuff that you're like, damn, could I do that? I don't, I don't know if I would have did it that gracefully, but let me practice real quick. You start trying to do the practice, yeah. the LT cut, mm -hmm. you just realize how powerful it is and how beautiful it is yeah i actually took time to appreciate that while i was living it so i mean that was that was the best part about being on a team with those guys man that's fire bro just sitting here thinking about it like knowing like any in any team like even with jordan bro without the bulls it wouldn't be no jordan you feel what i'm saying so oh, yeah. by mm -hmm. him being a part of that team and all of these people is about to do this and that and hall of fame and bro you're a pro bowler yeah, I mean, you know what? They, you know what they, I mean? They like, gotta have somebody at that big that's game what cleaning up. Come after on, bro. Done. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that right there, 100%. being a part of that is just like that's man. It's history, bro. Yeah, yeah. history, that, bro. Like, ultimate team sport where it's such a big roster and there's so many pieces to it. Mm -hmm. the, the the piece that a lot of people don't understand is that the the fans are probably 50 percent of game day experience. Even for the players, because the players, I mean, just the quality of the game is better when the crowd is in it. There's just the, that energy to get that many people in one place and then have that sway of energy, the, the feel of it. As a, as a player, you can feel that switch back and forth. The momentum changes. It is a real thing. As a, as a receiver, do you have a, a memorable miss pass, a drop that you, that you didn't catch that, like, that you like it got to you a lot yeah well, which one was it it was my first pro bowl because i hadn't been playing receiver i got injured um 2004 i, I tore my pec tendon and mm. i missed my first pro bowl so mm. i didn't get a chance to go but in, in turn there was a couple games that were left in that season and mm. they had just drafted vince jackson mm. so when i got injured vince got in there and he earned the starting spot and i never got my spot back so i had to stay with special teams mm. so that very next year i was just a, a demon on special teams. I was trying to yeah. kill everybody. I was mad. Mm -hmm. like, like somebody owed me money. I was out there trying to hurt people. <laughs> and when I got into the, the, the Pro Bowl, the, the game, I remember I went in and I shook Terrence Newman. I was open in the end zone and Derek Anderson overthrew me. Mm -hmm. And I was so mad because I needed that touchdown to prove yeah. that I was still a receiver. One to myself, but two to the team that told me that I was nothing but a special yeah. player. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, to, to burn one of the elite corners in the league and get a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So I had some, you know, some bragging yeah, rights when yeah. it comes contract time. Burn your yeah. ass. But Got yeah, that, that, that missed opportunity was real because that, that affected my money too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But man, guess what, bro? It's all good. 
Because oh, yeah. you still a king to me, bro. Mm -hmm. Straight yeah. up. Look where you at, man. You right here on no jumper no talking about jumper. that shit. And I'll that's why I don't play shit. basketball. Hey, Not to be literal, but I don't have no did. jumper. And <laughs> man, oh, shit. Look, <laughs> Not so to look, get into the weeds. But. What's the name? What's the name? And nobody probably never asked you that, huh? On a pod or anything. Oh, no, they asked. They, they did? Uh, oh, you play basketball? You play no, basketball. Oh, you must no, play no, football. no. Not basketball about the missed pass. Oh, no, no, they don't. They don't ask about that. See, that's what I'm saying. Because, man, it's all hurdles in life. We're getting over that shit. Yeah, it's like, how do you you move past it or you dwell on it? I want to score four touchdowns high school like you know yeah. you Al Bundy that nigga on me <laughs> now watch this though you didn't told me so much bro fuck that that shit is yeah. a fuck that yeah you feel what I'm saying oh, yeah. nah you didn't did too much bro that's... and I see what you did there I see what you did there on, you, and you just you just did the human element where you heal you heal me you help me move past the trauma yeah you know what I'm saying I'm new to this, okay, but okay. I'm true to this. You yeah, this, yeah. Is it that's real? what I was trying to do. Man. I'm not going to cry on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because uh, it's smoky in here. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going on, man. It's incense going on, it's man. It's my uncle's incense. It's my uncle's incense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So, man, hold on, man. Hold up. Because now you, you my homie. I feel like we, we homeboys oh, yeah. now. We mm -hmm. friends, man. Yeah. If you ever in a situation where you got an insecure home uh, dude coming in, but with the trying to pistol whip you, bro, hit me, oh, bro. Oh, call me, bro. Yo, let me because I want to know, bro. I just seen what they was talking about. And I want to know it from you, bro. Yo, what happened? It, it's pissing me off that anybody would even fuck with the homeboy. Like, keep playing. Hey, I, I appreciate on, that before it happened. Let's go. <laughs> what happened, man? So, um. I, had, I bought this new house uh, from Jerry Porter when I went down to play for the uh, Jaguars. I moved mm -hmm. to the same house he had. So I wanted to get some adjustments on the house. Mm -hmm. There was a contractor, general contractor. He comes to the house, gives me estimate. I said, yeah, okay, I like your estimate, so I'll, you, you do it. Mm -hmm. But I ended up going with my homeboy, who I found out later was a general contractor, and his business was struggling. So it started to get the better quote. I went with the homie. Mm -hmm. So the guy that was general contractor, okay, well, if you ever think about something in the future, look me up. But I, as he was there, I got to know him. He was a longtime Jaguars fan, and his daughter was a cheerleader on the team as well. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Then he was going out of town, and he's like, yeah, come watch the Monday Night Football game at my house. Mm -hmm. You know, my daughter's going to be there. My son will be over there, so it'll be, it'll be uh, a nice little event, and you can just hang out and see my house because I was asking him some ideas about how to switch my um, family room up. So, you know, mm -hmm. long story short. Yeah. You, people are thinking that I'm trying to date the girl who's a cheerleader, but I'm not. I don't have any friends down there anyway. I just moved down there, and you know what I'm saying? Bro, you in the league, bro. You know how it is. You, they gonna think you trying to fucking yeah. steal some bubble gum, and they don't even yeah. know you worth a trillion yeah. dollars. So it's like, it's like first of all, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a father. I have a daughter yeah. at that time. Mm -hmm. So she's 19. I'm 31. It's like, come on now. Really? I'm here trying to do that? So mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not uh, Epstein. We don't, yeah. we don't get down like that. I wasn't raised right. like that. Right. So I'm over there hanging out, and... I don't know the history of her personal life. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm saying, this is the daughter of a dude that I know that I became friends with, trying yeah. to you know just do it. And her brother's coming over with his his wife. Yeah. So uh, she has some crazy ex-boyfriend that thinks that she's cheating on her all the time. So he comes into the house with a, 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 a trash bag, not trash bag, um, a grocery bag with one hole in it. Like Jason Voorhees, Wait, Friday the 13th, bro, the first version it, of it. Bro, this it. dude has a trash i mean a grocery bag over his head but only had time to put one hole in there are you serious yes and he comes up you should have got me. up and whooped his ass man but he came up behind me and had the gun tapped on my oh, head first okay, and i turned okay. around the gun right. is there yeah. okay 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 yeah so he the got gun, the burner yeah the gun yeah, is yeah, there yeah 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 he's trying to yell at me all this thing all this crazy ass shit and she's screaming yeah, at him dude, whatever you, you don't have no gun on you you feel what i'm saying so i'm yeah. watching football i just watched monday night football and i just cracked two beers open and 
you just got the phone with her brother because he was on his way over. Right. And then this dude's over here tripping, like, you about to try to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just going into all kind of explicit stuff. And I'm like, bruh, look, it ain't even like that. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you have some interesting stuff, let, you can talk about this man yeah, to man, it'll be real. good. Like, mm-hmm. you over here trying to shoot people over something that's not even worth it. So yeah. I'm trying to talk to him, but the whole time I'm assessing where's the window, where's, where's the room, yeah. where's he looking at, what's his range, in my range. Like, For y'all on YouTube that don't know, now my boy is like, man, it's getting hot in here. Oh, I'm yeah. about to go ahead and break wide you feel what i'm saying yeah. but yeah I, mean, I grew up in selena so i've yeah. already had guns pointed at me i've been right, shot at for almost tried to get stabbed you, you different like it's different now yeah so you, now it's like yeah. revert back to your 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 upbringing right how is the situation how do i defuse this what do i have for a weapon is, is he in my range can i disarm him is there an escape route if i escape is she going to be here so mm. she starts talking to him and she starts moving towards the door talking to him and acting like she's not and all of a sudden she breaks right and she goes out over this there's a there's a uh, uh Upstairs, we're in upstairs mm-hmm. in the family room. She jumps over the railing down to the first ground like Laura Craft. I was about to say, a revolver, like, bro, like some damn Tony grabs Montana a, shit. Grabs she, a revolver what, what? like like Jet Li, <laughs> I mean, and points it back at him. Says, "Get out of my house!" He goes over and starts shooting at her. And no. when he goes out the door, he goes out the door. I barricade the door and put the chair right there, yeah. to keep him from coming back in because he starts trying to bang back in. Man, I'm out of here, bro. I'm the only one in the house without a gun. So what do you want me to do? You want me to stay here or you want me to go get help? Man, get your ass out of there. I went out that second story window, landed on the ground, did like a little commando parkour roll. I believe roll. I can fly. <laughs> I told out you. Out there. It's the only time it'll be sung. Okay. When you got to get the hell up yeah. out of there, bro. Fuck that. Get busy living or get busy dying? Fuck that. Yeah. And I'm going to get busy trying to get the fuck away from her ass because yeah. you got some shit going on and I don't know about. Yeah, uh, I don't want to be a part of this. So you did and the right I, I thing, went my to, brother. I went to the neighbors to tell them to call nine one one. So I'm yeah. banging on their door. Though. They better tell somebody because I'm, I'm gone, I'm nigga. A- I know you fast, nigga. You were- <laughs> I know you was up out of there because that ain't got nothing to do with you, bro. Yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with you. And and then that that sucked that you had to be in the middle of that though, yeah. bro. All over somebody being jealous, man. Don't be no hater when you see somebody out here shining, man. This was a good brother at this time, and you tried yeah. to paint a wrong picture of him, bro. We ain't getting down like that. The world need to stop doing that shit. So all of y'all little dirty mackers and you jealous little cats, talk to the man first. Ain't no coming in there tripping off some shit in your feelings, bro. You're one yeah. person. He don't have them same feelings. You can't be taking that shit out on somebody else, bro. Grow the fuck up. It's true. Yeah, that's what she she told me too. I, when it was all said and done, she's like, you know, thank you that you were there because if you weren't, you know, I, I could be dead. But I didn't know she had a restraining order already before the dad told oh, me that. Hey, no. I'm going out of town. You should go hang out with my daughter. It'd be cool for you to, to meet her and hang out. I'm like, okay, like in my yeah. mind, I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, free beer, let's go, bro. Yeah. There's and some then, more info. You got a good. blessing from the pops, man. Yeah. So wait. This dude, she already got a restraining order on Kai. Yeah, and I didn't know that. So, you know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm over there with not bad intentions, so no, I don't ask that. My mind don't even go there because no, I'm, like, I'm hey. just saying that I'm thinking yeah. of his background. I ain't got nothing to do with you. It's yeah. like, wait, what the hell? Girl, tell me you got restraining orders on niggas. Yeah, he already had issues already. I before. don't even like when people tell me I got they got my location. Why? Why? <laughs> I'm with you. You better cut that off right now. <laughs> Hell no, nah, man. Yeah. I don't like that. No, y'all, and start letting us know what's going on. We can avoid yeah. all these situations because I guarantee you, if my brother would have known you had a restraining order on somebody, he wouldn't be kicking it like that. Trust and believe. I know that man is smart enough not to have been in that party. 
I'd be eating popcorn at home watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> Putting a little salt <laughs> on it. You feel what I'm saying? Do you see yourself coming back for a part two to kick it with us, bro? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I already said it. I mean, y'all got applications. I'm signing application. I'll be the janitor. Come in here. Get, the janitor? Get, get the vacuum lines going on the hardwood floor. That's how good I am. Yuri! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody trying to no, <laughs> no man, you, you guys got a great atmosphere here. It's, it's, it's like that, that, um, like the Boys and Girls Club when you're back home when you're a kid. You yeah, know, you got that feeling, that hometown feeling. Like, oh, this is gonna be live. I know. I, I told Seth that. I was like, man, this is gonna be live. Appreciate that, yeah. man. Appreciate I hope that. nobody take this the wrong way that been on these uh, episodes thus far. But we got sharpies around here, man. Hit it up for us oh, right there, yeah. man. Yeah. Grab one, grab one of those, yeah, man. Go for it. You gotta go ahead and sign one of hit hit them under the uh, Compton one the, the one that looked like some gang shit. Yeah, yeah. Hit it under no under white they, under. There you go. Yeah, yeah, go ahead sign that for us, bro. You want me to cross it out? No, nah, you ain't gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> you see his face? You got yeah. sick. No, no, no. Don't be doing all that. Okay, it was fun for a minute. Now you started to get some real shit. All right, good. Right, hold on, cool. real quick. Crips, Crips, Crips. <laughs> Shout out to Adam yeah. 22, hey, man. Hey. That's the call, man. Hey, Josh. This is starting to get this is starting to get great, man. These are getting fun. Yeah. Man, we really appreciate you, man. We know you got some things to go do right now. We know you on a leash. Your wife about to start blowing you up. She about to damn near get this much time, all right? Hey, you made the most Don't be you made the most of every minute today. I maximized it. You know what I'm saying? Totally. I'm I'm a believer in Elon Musk's path of you just maximize. That's right, man. You get two seconds, make two million. I I don't have that kind of time. I make my two two or three dollars. Last question. I'm make two or three dollars. Before we go. Can I drive your Cadillac with the Lambo doors? Yes, sir. Sharon's cat. I love it. I love it. That was dope. I knew you were going to bring that Come on! It's about time. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin. A Doodle NFT currently valued at over 50000 and over 100000 more in cash prizes. That's a gang of Chalupa. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for a group props, MyBookie has you covered. You need to sign up today with MyBookie using promo code NJSPORT to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into My Bracket Contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close on March 17th at 12 p.m. Don't be late. So make sure you get a, your deposit in now with NJSPORT to secure that free entry. You need to bet anything, anytime, anywhere, you know with who with my bookie. It's your boy, Big Ski.